Hello everyone, welcome back to It's Shway, It's Schwarbage, a Batman, Bat fan, Bat review, Bat pod, Batcast. I am Will. I am Jack. And I am a superstar. You can't stop me, I'm coming to you. I'm going through your front door, through all of your windows, and through your toilet, uh, right into your head. Because we've made it big, guys. Yeah, double digits. Double digits. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> big 10. The number 10. W- one of my numbers of all time. That's how many fingers we got, and that's the base that every culture agreed to use, probably because of our fingers. Yep. Or our toes. Yeah. Seems unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just a theory. A game theory? I think we've done this exact bit before. No. Not the no, toes thing. No, 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 no. I think, I think, I think one of you has said that's just a theory, and then I responded with a game theory. <laughs> I think we've done exactly that at least one other time. I don't know and if we've done only that ten times. On... <laughs> so we have an average of, <laughs> of one every ten. <laughs> Yeah. So, fellas, mm-hmm. uh, so to to you know to celebrate big number, big number, one and an O together. First time we've had a zero in a title. Um, actually, the Island of a Thousand Traps uh, probably had some zeros in it. Whatever. Um, but we thought we would do a ten related topic and talk about each of our top 10 favorite Batman villains and share it with our audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's not all. Oh? Uh, no. We're a big fan of bits here, aren't we? I'd say I'm so. I'm a gag guy, but yeah, I can respect bits. Well, I got I got 11 bits for us uh, to go, to do like around our, our, our count up. Um, our countdown. Does, doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, because of that, uh, we're going to have to start with one to keep it balanced. So let me give you the list, and then one of you decide which one of these we should start with. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm ready, too. Okay. Uh, our options are everything Quentin has been, the list of unanimous shways, list of mixed shways, list of mixed schwarbages, list of unanimous schwarbages, lost Batman traits, lost Robin traits, the twip count, the shway count, and things we'll get to. Hmm. Should we start out small? Well, I mean, you guys just pick one. I mean, do do which one you want. Uh, uh Jack will let you take first pick. Okay, I want. To, let's talk about. Let's go ahead and talk about the twip count. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> okay. So we have reviewed two episodes of Batman Beyond. Uh. Golem and Payback. Would you guys care to guess our overall twip count? <laughs> I'm gonna say six. So I don't remember if it was me or someone else who suggested a twip count, but we <laughs> did not follow through at all. On I followed twip. through. I, I I kept track. Oh, you? No, I don't mean that you didn't keep track. I mean that we didn't say twip enough for a count to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Twip is the count in the episodes, not the amount of times we say oh, twip. Okay. Although that's <laughs> okay. Jack, you have a guess. Um, gonna go with five. In Golem, there were five twips. 
Oh. Okay. In payback, there were. Congratulations, Jack. There were zero chips yes. in payback. Oh my <laughs> god. Wow. Bring our total twip count to currently five. We need Not to twip more. We're getting a twip every two episodes. <laughs> 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 this whole episode better just be jokes about how it's the We're number rate. ten. Yeah, we yep. <laughs> We've really been hyping this one up. <laughs> like since episode five. <laughs> uh yeah, so with that being said. Um, do we want to move into into our number tens? Yeah. I yeah, I guess. Okay. Who wants to go first? I uh, or should we? Hmm, how do we want to do this? I propose doing it in the order of our episode titles, which is uh Will Jack Quinton. Jack Quinton. Okay. Do we want to each introduce our number 10 and then discuss or discuss one at a time? Let's discuss one at a time, I guess. Okay. So I'm first. Um, okay. My number 10, I think you guys could be annoyed with me when you realize who I left off to get this number 10. <laughs> um, I think this is really my only controversial pick. Uh, but at number 10, I have Calendar Man. I was so tempted. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was so tempted. Hmm... Calendar mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. I like Calendar I, Man. I also I like Cal- Calendar I, Man number 10 as well. Calendar Man is my number 10. Uh, um, so, I'll just tell you, th- here's the things I like about Calendar Man. First of all, he was the first Batman villain to have the motivation of wanting it to be like a game with Batman. Like, you think about Joker and Riddler, but when they were first introduced, they just were like agents of chaos and stuff. Calendar Man has always been, like, planning year-long crime sprees for the sake of having fun trying to get Batman to, like... like a, it's, 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 it's a game. He's the originator of that trope. And even though that's been lost, I still think, like, pay respect to the original. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's awesome. Um, also, you know, he's great in Long Halloween. Uh, the, the voice work for him in the Long Halloween movie is spectacular. And he's just, like, a goofy guy. I love him. <laughs> Yeah, I also am a casual Hannibal Lecter fan. Yeah, that, he was just entirely based on that. Entirely based on that serial killer, yeah. Mm. I Like, that, I was going, I was so close to having him on the list as well, but then I was like, it's, it is a lovely, awesome character, but in his current form, he is more of a Hannibal Lecter stand-in in the DC Universe than anything that is that is one thing i want to add i do like modern calendar man and it did help him get on here but like the classic calendar man where he wears a different costume for every crime and he's just loving like the thrill of the chase that's more of what what i was like who i was thinking of when putting him on here that sounds awesome but in my exposure to like current animated media and like comics i i've never experienced that calendar man his minor appearance in uh, Batman: The Brave and the Bold is also pretty fun. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. He becomes the Calendar King. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love that. Mm-hmm. And one more thing, Will. What do you think about? This is very specific and minor, but in Arkham Asylum, Batman: Arkham Asylum, the game, there are these mm-hmm. 
character Oh, yeah, the, the drift-out Calendar Man <laughs> mm-hmm. with and the I, coolest jacket of all time. I encourage you to look up Calendar Man's because he is so drift-out that it's not God. even fair. God, he's so cool. Uh, yeah, so that's my number 10. Um, you want me to get uh, mine? Jack? Yeah, yeah go right. for it. My number 10 is Killer Croc. Uh, he's crazy. Mm-hmm. I like Killer mm-hmm. Croc. I did feel like I liked him enough to put him higher, but he's a classic big guy <laughs> archetype. <laughs> <laughs> he has a very engaging, in my opinion, boss fight in the aforementioned Batman Arkham Asylum video game. He's mm-hmm. very funny at times in Batman the Animated Series. And... I just like him. He's a big crocodile, man. What's not to love? Yeah. Uh, I I think he's he's excellent. Where if he's the main character, you can give him like a kind of sad story because he's like this weird freak mm. of nature and like mm. no one likes him, and that kind of drove him down this path. But then also, if he's a side character, he can just be a cool goon, <laughs> and he got options. I I want to quote his most famous line that was not actually said by him <laughs> technically <laughs> from the Batman the Animated Series episode almost mm-hmm. got him I threw a rock at him <laughs> which encapsulates his goon side goon energy yeah but he does have two there are two roads you can go down with Killer Croc and I enjoy both mm-hmm. of them mm-hmm. yeah. do you think do, like, do you have a favorite depiction of Killer Croc like, like from a certain version. Um, so y- y'all know I don't have that much comic reading under my yeah. belt. Mm-hmm. So I would go with Arkham depiction. Uh, Solid. Great boss fight. I love when he <laughs> gets Scarecrow. <laughs> um, and good, like is he's like a DLC mission in Arkham Knight, but that was that was a good yeah. story with him. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's also that's the best boss fight in Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's my favorite depiction. Nice. Yeah, that's like top three Arkham DLC right there. Is mm-hmm. um that one? Yeah, and also throughout like Asylum and City, there are these little mini encounters that you can have with his Easter egg in yep. City is great. It's so good. Where- he can smell that you have a disease, and he's just like, oh, I'm not even going to fight you, because you're just going to die soon. And Batman's <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that... All right, Quinn. Ooh. <laughs> so, number 10, my... Uh, actually, my list is full of controversies, but I think 10 is probably the most controversial. Okay. Um, because, Jack, you might not even know this character. I'm decently sure you will, Will. Um, mm-hmm. But my number 10 pick is the dealer. Now, the dealer (laughs) appears in exactly one comic, and that is, um, I think, well, it's a uh, Detective Comics issue. I think it's 370-something, but it's the Black Mirror arc, um, and the dealer is a character who runs the Black Mirror auction, if I remember correctly. It's been a while since I read his comic, but I think that the concept 
of a villain who auctions off pieces of Gotham's dark history and like super villain memorabilia yeah, he, almost. He he sells like like he sells like super villain tech, but that's not like all of it. I mean, tying back to uh Killer Croc, it this concept is introduced um because of one of Killer Croc's victims uh whose corrupted policeman uncle purchases him um some of the serum used to like mutate Killer Croc's uh skin condition. Uh and so he takes revenge on Croc, uh Batman stops him, they heal him. Um, and they realized that it came from this black auction. Um, and he has one of the most simple yet striking and terrifying um, designs. I'm trying to remember what he looks like because I haven't read this in a while. He just has like a mask. Oh, yeah. A okay. gas mask. The art? I thought you would hate him because he has a gas mask. Because if you're. <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> that we can't. Real... <laughs> That one's for the fans. Um, <laughs> God. One of the items he uh, auctions off is the crowbar. Uh, and if you know... Oh my God. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, this is the darkest piece that we have in our auction. Isn't it beautiful? And he looks out into the crowd of gas mask wearing psychopaths and they're like, Yes, we agree. It's like the beauty and the morose concept um, taken to an extreme. Uh, this is Dick Grayson's Batman, by the way. Once um, That's right. That's right. Once Bruce hands off the mantle. Um, and the final confrontation is after he ingests a mixture of uh, Kirk Langstrom's uh, man-bat serum and venom. Um, he was still done in, but in his one appearance... Uh, an incredibly striking villain um yeah that i like conceptually um and in practice that's my number 10 excellent love it well um guess it's time for ring a ding ding time for another bit um do you guys want the the bit list again bitly mega chippy uh yep so it's uh everything quentin has been List of unanimous shways, list of mixed shways, list of mixed swarbridges, list of unanimous swarbridges, lost Batman trace, lost Robin Twaits. Uh, I said Twaits again. <laughs> I said it for Robin both times. I thought uh, you said Schwaits. Twip count, which we've done already, shway count, and things we'll get to. Quinn, this is your pick. Damn. Um. I think... Let's get let's get uh, the mixed out of the way. Mixed ways or mixed warbages? Uh mixed shways. Alrighty. So uh how many mixed ways do you guys think we've done? Hmm. Uh three? Yeah, I would say okay. I w- I guess four. That would be six, my friend. Okay. Holy shit. Okay, we got uh, some <laughs> Dissenters. So, ep- episode one, Golem. Me and Jack thought that was Shway. Quentin thought that was Schwarbage. How did you not like also Golem? From, I stand. I stand by that. I stand. Also, by that. also from episode one, hypothetical Danganronpa Batman Beyond crossover. <laughs> Same thing. Me and Jack thought that was Shway. Wait, thought I that thought was that was Shway. You did. 
What was I thinking? Are we allowed uh, during this segment? No, to we're not allowed to take things back. Okay. Our opinions are set in stone forever. Okay. Episode 2, Batman issue 1. Me and Quentin thought that was Shway. Jack thought that was Schwarbage. Boo. <laughs> Episode 5, Batman 181. Same thing. Me and Quentin thought that was Shway. Jack thought that was Schwarbage. <laughs> Episode 8, World's Finest 183. Uh, Jack and Quentin Shway, Will Schwarbage. Okay, but that one All was earned. These are like the same thing, and I gave two of them Schwarbage and one <laughs> Episode 9, Just Another Night. Ugh. Jack and Quentin gave that a shway, I gave it a Schwarbage. That was that Schwarbage. That was the most wholesome Christmas story. Yeah, but I feel bad, and I'm never not going to feel bad. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, we, we have often said that Jack is a contrarian. That's just a fact of life. But looking at the evidence, at least for the shways, we all, we're, we're perfectly balanced. It's two for each possible combination. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Of course, one of them was for the Ding and Rumba Batman Beyond crossover. (laughs) I don't think that... I don't think that should be included in the official count, Will. I'm sorry. If we call something shway, it goes on here. (laughs) (laughs) Better be careful, though. Uh, I'm just going to start calling everything shway. No, we have to... It has to be put to a vote. Like, we all have to do it. Sway or Schwarbage, um, Coca-Cola? Uh, I mean, I like Pepsi more, but it's still Shway. I don't drink soda, so Schwarbage. I shouldn't drink soda. It's a Schwarbage. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, uh, time for our number nines, I guess. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, I, think, I think this is... like it, If I looked at this on anyone else's list, this is the thing on my list that makes the most sense uh number nine i have poison ivy hmm. okay <laughs> um i don't know i think she's great uh i i like i like i like the motivation of like eco-terrorists i think it's cool to give people like you know like a lot of batman characters have like human motivations and that makes sense we're fucking up the environment she don't like that uh also really cool to have metahuman villains she's just you know basically the strongest one uh like i she can reasonably graduate from not being a batman villain if she wanted and i don't love like there's a big push where like a lot of batman villains become anti-heroes and i don't really love anti-hero poison ivy but it's a thing that exists and people like um yeah Yeah. also batman and robin classic (laughs) film Uma Thurman, lover, one of the films of all time. That th- okay, I Uma Thurman is Poison Ivy. Kind of amazing casting. Mm-hmm. Which wish that movie was better. Wish the script was actually decent. <laughs> mm-hmm. They they did it dirty with that movie. I agree. Yep. Rubber lips are immune to your charm. Yep. Yeah. Rubber yeah. lips. All right, you want my number nine, guys? Yep. I'm ready okay. for it. My number nine is a very rare uh, one where it will be, where to me it is carried by the Batman, the, the show, and my number nine mm-hmm. is Clayface. Um, mm, yeah. I know there are about oh, a, yep. 
a like a dozen versions of this character. There are ten. There's exactly ten right now. We don't need any more, DC. Okay. And I'm not even going <laughs> to pretend to know them all, or even half of them. But I like Clayface in the animated series. Good. You know, that's just a... It's a classic character type, you know, shape-shifting. It, mm-hmm. It's classic. And I like Clayface in Arkham as well. Great, um... Becoming the warden Quincy Sharp is very funny to me. <laughs> I enjoyed that <laughs> immensely. But as I said, the best version of Clayface that I have personally witnessed is the uh, Ethan Bennett Clayface from The Batman, which is very tragic character and very compelling character. I think definitely one of the most interesting parts of that entire series. Could not agree mm-hmm. more. Could I love Ethan Bennett. More. Hey Jack, um, just for the record, because I, I I'm I'm writing some stuff down. For would you say that your Clayface is just Clayface generalized, or are you saying specifically Ethan Bennett? Um, I wrote it down as just generalized because I included okay all the then versions we, we, that I've we seen will just do generalized. Yeah. All all mine are generalized. I understand if you guys want to be more specific, but I just kind of yeah. Well, n- no worries about that, Quentin. Oh, my my nine? Mm-hmm. Nine time. Um <laughs> Is that a catchphrase? <laughs> you think so, it's my new catchphrase. Um <laughs> uh, for my number nine, I'm gonna have to give it to the Roman himself, Carmine Falcone. Mm. Good pick. I like that pick. I think uh, uh Oh I I was just gonna say that he he is he very nearly made it onto mine. He was one of the people who Calendar Man just kind of skirted by. Same for me with Killer Croc. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um. But my thoughts on uh him in particular, uh, I absolutely think that he is because Holiday is like this shadowed figure he is the best player uh to be like an antagonist throughout the whole of the long halloween his characterization Mm -hmm. in that story is some of the best there um as well as the best in general i think he is my favorite uh sort of gang boss leader type uh figure in gotham more than, I mean... More than Tobias Whale. <laughs> more than Tobias Whale. Rupert more Thorne than Rupert Slander. Thorne. Um, more than Maroney. Um, we will not take Rupert Thorne slander <laughs> in this house. <laughs> I mean, uh, Rupert Thorne has being in the opening uh, scene of the Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we don't take slander. Uh, but Carmine has the added benefit of being in the Batman, uh, the other Batman, the, the, new, Batman. the new Batman, the, movie. the new Batman movie. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I I specifically remember this one scene in the Long Halloween film adaptation um, where he is in the kitchen. I don't know if he what, what he's preparing exactly, but the performance that is given to bring him to life in that film um, so well emulates how I imagined him being in the comics. This menacing um, paternal figure 
uh, of this crime family. And I just, I just love him to death. I love seeing him in literally anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's my number nine. You guys ready for another bit? Yeah. Yep. Okay, we got uh, everything Quentin Wait, has give been. me the Let's... mixed Schwarbages. Let's do the mixed Schwarbages. Oh, we're just doing mixed Schwarbages. Excellent. How many mixed Schwarbages do you think we've had? Five. I think four. Get, give another point to Jack. It's four. Woo! Jesus. <laughs> uh, from episode one, we have Detective Comics 38, Quentin, Shway, Jack and Will Schwarbage. Uh... From our The Batman Review, Bat in the Belfry, uh, Jack Schway, <laughs> Schwarbage, Will, and Quinton. Um, from episode four, we have Broken, the Humpty Dumpty episode <laughs> four of The Batman. Uh, I thought that was Schway, and you two thought that was Schwarbage. Yeah. And then episode nine, Epitaph from <laughs> Before the Batman, uh, Schway, Will, Schwarbage, Jack, and Quinton. I'm noticing a theme. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Statistically, I am the biggest contrarian of the group by one point. And it's because of Beware the Batman. <laughs> it's because it's I like Beware the Batman. Why? Why in the hell has Beware the Batman become, like, <laughs> it's become a figurehead of our show here? I, I also only thought those two were okay. It's not like a huge contradiction. I just thought they were fine. <laughs> I mean, I guess I didn't hate I either didn't hate of them either. either. I thought they were just yeah. regular <laughs> subpar. Like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Where the Batman awesome. is the epitome of mixed. I think that's very true. Um. Okay. My. Uh, oh, number number eight time. I think. I. You know what? I. Do, I don't think this character is on either of your lists. Um. At number eight, I have Deadshot. Okay. You would be right. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my list, but I let's let's hear it. So first of all, Suicide Squad. Yeah, you're <laughs> starting to lose me. <laughs> Floyd Lawson. <laughs> okay, that, so first of all, I just paused there for the bit, but unironically, I think the scene where Batman comes to arrest him and he's with his daughter is the highlight of that whole film. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on. I don't want to talk <laughs> about that movie anymore. Deadshot is, is like... He seems generic at first, where it's just, like, gun guy. But he is, like, in my mind, like... He's, like... He's, like... Whenever you, like... Like, Batman has to solve, like, a murder, and, you know, people get shot a lot in, in Gotham, my mind always goes to him, because, like, he's that prevalent to me of, like... Like... Like, any impossible murder he could be behind. And then, like, first of all, have you guys seen his, his, his first appearance costume? He's, no. He no. has a tuxedo and a top hat and a cape, and he just runs <laughs> around with a Glock. What? Yeah, he started out with, like, a magician ex- aesthetic. We gotta read that one. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Now we gotta <laughs> we'll get around one. to it. Um, but then when you get, like, the cool dead shot... Uh, who wears red and like the armor? Um, like he's just a lot of fun. The he's I I love him in the Suicide Squad comics where like he has like like he's he he is suicidal. He's how the team gets its name. Where like he's absolutely down with dying on any of these missions. And like it's it's sad because you know you like 
it also makes you root for them, and he's just, like, down with dying, and, like, then, you know, he's kind of like Killer Croc for me, where, like, if he's the focus, he's, like, a really deep, interesting character, but then if you just need, like, an S-tier goon or bodyguard or enforcer or whatever, like, he can serve that role, too. I don't know, I'd, I'd, I'd really like him. Also, his name is is <laughs> fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. well said. <laughs> funny name. Funny name. Funny name. <laughs> Alright. Uh, my number eight is... So I gave my number eight to Scarface slash the Ventriloquist. I don't know if that's a hot take at all, but... No, that's not that's, at all. That's, that's awesome. So this is my... This is based on Batman the Animated Series, as many of my opinions are, uh, unfortunately. Not as not as amazing appearances in The Batman? <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. But um, one of the f- few villains in that show, and honestly in a lot of Batman... So... Batman's always sending people to an asylum, but Scarface is one of the only characters that actually feels like they made some attempt to betray an actual, like, mental health issue with someone, albeit it's done in a kind of goofy way as most Batman villains are, but it becomes genuinely compelling in Batman the Animated Series seeing the, uh, I think his name is Arnold... I yeah, Arnold Wesker. Arnold, Arnold Wesker, Wesker. struggle mm-hmm. with his um, villainous persona. It becomes a pretty compelling and interesting story, and all, he he can work as both a, as we've said for many villains, he can work as both like a goofy guy, like hey, like it's a guy with a puppet, like that's that's so funny, or he can be a genuinely <laughs> compelling main villain for a story i'm noticing that we have a theme of like versatility um for our discussions oh yeah well so many batman villains are have to be versatile because of the yeah just huge amount of media that exists for the character i'm a big fan of i think it was his first appearance in in hit television show the batman where he uh he builds a giant Scarface mech and yep. then sits on the mech where like Scarface usually sits on him. <laughs> I like that a lot. I love the Batman. I love the Batman so much. <laughs> so good. It's so incredible. Yeah. All right. For my number eight pick, I want to talk about. Um... I was gonna I was gonna make a dumb joke about him having a brother named Albert, and then it was gonna be Albert Wesker, the main villain from hit uh, game series Resident Evil, because <laughs> oh, that's fucking wow. weird. Um, it's it very is. similar sounding. Um, mm-hmm. But no, my number eight. Speaking of horror, very few things have kept me up for multiple nights. I have had pieces of media affect me to the point where I can't sleep. But for that to last multiple nights in a row is very uncommon. The only thing in Batman that has ever... We're on the same page. I know who you're going to say. The Riddler. No. (laughs) 
<laughs> it says I have one damn riddle left to solve on this map, and I don't know where. I'm joking. Um, as annoying as the Riddler is, this fucking villain kept me up. Not even really a villain. Would you guys care to guess? Would I know? Yeah, you would know. Okay. I okay. Okay, hold on. Big brain time. Big brain time. Um, Jason Todd. Not Jason Todd. Damn it. I'm I'm lost. What? Not even really a villain. Earth Mover from Batman Beyond. Oh fuck yeah! Oh. Fucking god! I was so. That is terrifying. I remember thinking that was so scary when I was a kid. And it hits you out of nowhere. The Okay, so the episode has a really creepy aesthetic with this sort of stalker going after the girl. And until then, I wasn't really creeped out by it until the whole entire, th- all the threads of the plot uh, came together and it was revealed that it was her father. And then they reveal that striking design that is Quentin. just... What? I think this is probably our our most obscure character yet. Would you mind just describing a little bit about like the origin and like who Earth Mover is? We absolutely have to talk the... about this episode at some point. Oh yeah, oh, it's an no, incredible yeah, yes. episode. Um, so a, I mean, a plot summary of the episode. Uh, fucking Terry is hanging out with uh, I think his girlfriend and also this other girl. Um, and they're all in the study group, and the girl that they're hanging out with has this has this dad, and he's kind of whatever. Um, but jumps th- <laughs> <laughs> on. Uh, but throughout the episode, she keeps getting stalked. Um, so finally, Terry goes after it, um, and it, it's revealed that the thing is a piece of animated like Earth, um, made of like dirt. It's like a dirt golem. And uh, seeing as this show has a tedious uh, history with golems, I wasn't really, <laughs> at this point, very, you know, impressed. Uh, but then it keeps moving forward, and we find out that the girl's father isn't really her father, uh, but her adoptive father. And her real father was his business partner, um, who was, I think they were... Uh, filling up this old like mine shaft deep in the ground uh, so that they could build on top of it. Um, but there was an accident and he was exposed to... Or no, they were dumping chemicals. They were taking chemicals from one uh, factory uh, and dumping them in this pit. Um, and there was an accident. Uh, the real dad was exposed to the chemicals and buried uh, presumed dead and that secret has been covered up ever since um though finally uh the girl and her adoptive father their house is swallowed into the ground and there are these cavernous uh caves that they have to travel through um of course terry goes down there um in the bat sub bat marine um but they are finally faced with his form and it is this horrifying green glowing barely living corpse that's been fused 
with this cavern wall and just the amount of detail that the face and the bones and all of it has been drawn with compared uh, with the eerie voice that they give him and just the situation behind it was enough to completely rock me at a young age. I will tell you, I did not sleep for 54 hours after watching that episode. It kind oh, of fucked me a little bit um, in, in terms of like my health and my sleep, but eventually I got over it, um, and I really haven't been able to look at it the same sense. But in terms of effect, I think that's the most real-world effect any Batman villain has ever had on me. And that earns him my number eight spot. Who's up for another bid? <laughs> another bid! Woo! Would you like me to go back over the list of bits? List of bits! Okay, uh, we have everything Quentin has been, unanimous shways, unanimous schwarbages, lost Batman traits, lost Robin traits, shway count, and things we'll get to. I mean, let's go for the shway count. <laughs> yeah! Okay. Guess. I want you guys to guess. Hmm. Um... There's a very limited number of shways in this show, I, I, as is. My guess is uh, four. Um, I'm going to say three. In Golem, we have one shway. Damn! <laughs> in Payback, we have zero shway. <laughs> That's wow. what I thought. That's what I thought. For a combined total of one way in ten episodes. We named it after something they don't even say. (laughs) (laughs) It's ours now. We took it. It doesn't matter. Honestly, we've run with it so... Oh, Jesus. (laughs) We've just... I've had people ask me to explain the title of my podcast to them, and I'm like, I don't know if I can. Yep. Like I feel like if I feel like if like if you are a person who does not already know what Shway is or can't like have it easily explained to you by explaining Batman Beyond, I think that's a real barrier to entry. <laughs> so we're making I mean, this inaccessible. <laughs> I wonder yeah, incredibly specific lingo from a children's cartoon from over a decade ago at this point i mean well if we wait if we wait until the year 2029 if we wait if we wait a little bit according to batman beyond shway's gonna be everyone's gonna be loving it then Uh uh-huh uh-huh we're we're making this for the future we're predicting Mm -hmm. i mean i guess the only real response to the question what is shway what is schwarbage is go and watch batman beyond yeah Uh, is it number seven time? I guess so. Heck yeah. For my number seven, I have our, our first repeat offender. I have Clayface. And then in parentheses, if they make me choose one, uh, Basil Carlo. But mm-hmm. we let Jack just do general, so I'm just saying Clayface in general. Um, yeah. I mean, everything Jack said, also true for me. But also, my favorite Clayface will always be uh basil carlo uh just like the the fucking poetry of it of of an actor uh who ends up becoming a shapeshifter is fucking cool to me and then also the the mud pack story um where he 
he gets all four of the original Clayfaces together to do a big scheme and then ends up stealing all their powers is is really cool. Because uh, this is something you might not know, Jack. The original Clayface, Basil Carlo, he originally did not have shape-shifting powers. He had to steal the powers of Clayfaces 2 through 4 to become a shapeshifter. Okay. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, well, now you do. Good fact. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. Hell Fuck yeah. yeah. Alright, Clayface. Any more you want to add on Clayface, Will? Um, too many of them, but it's funny <laughs> at this point. Um, I mean, the age-old question, would you rather be a Clayface or a Robin? Um, <laughs> nah. Nah, I'm good. That, that's all I had to say. All right. All right. Cool. And hopefully that's the last time we see Clayface. <laughs> <laughs> Will it actually, could be any you, you've counted every clay face separately the whole rest of your list is just <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought about I thought about doing a bit I was really looking forward to this so I didn't do it but I legit thought about doing a bit where my top 10 were the 10 clay faces the 10 clay faces that is what I thought of as soon as you said there are exactly yeah. 10 clay faces yeah. <laughs> number 10 fucking the one from the CW tie-in comics, whose name I don't remember. Alright, Jack. <laughs> okay. Jack, it's your turn. Number seven. This is a big one. Number seven is Penguin. Mm, I, I, Hell yeah. I'm a big fan. I think we talked yeah. about this somewhat in our hit-or-miss Batman character section. Do y'all remember this? Yes. I, how Penguin yes. may be the epitome of consistency. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but also, we we talked about this as well. Like his origin story is is wildly inconsistent. Very versatile. But yeah. but, but yes, quality wise. Yeah, I think everything that Penguin's in, he ranges from solid to great. Um, I want to point out, shout out the live action. Danny DeVito Penguin, classic. Love it. Let's very, go, Daniel. Very entertaining. Great casting. Great character. Um, in any sort of like animated series or anything where he's just a kind of generic ish, but still goofy and fun mob boss type, good. He always fills that role to perfection for me. And um, I thought he was very good in the new. Batman movie, which I will not say the name of. <laughs> yes, yeah, the new Batman. The movie. new Batman movie. Yeah, the and Batman movie that is now. Also, great in Arkham. I really love when he gets trapped in an elevator. I don't remember if that was <laughs> DLC or not. But love that. <laughs> that. That was in Night. That's in the 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 Nightwing like post game <laughs> yeah. mission. That's awesome. Great character, and I think both of his backstories are very entertaining whether he's just a rich guy with uh who looks kind of like a penguin or if he was actually raised by penguins either way <laughs> good <laughs> raising penguins all right quinn oh, okay cool uh yeah my number seven the riddler let's riddle go. diddle diddle it's time for uh the riddler the riddler <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> hey, oh wait, no, I almost said something bad. What? Well, glad you did. <laughs> Why? I guess. <laughs> I was about to say, hey, diddle, diddle, time for the Riddler, but making diddle rhyme with Riddler, um, not do that. <laughs> Anyways, <please>. I. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Tell us about the Riddler. <laughs> Diddler. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. Yeah. Riddler. Uh. You know him. You love him. And my placement of him here, I think his dynamic with Batman is so. It's so strong. Well, not with Batman. His dynamic in his head with Batman is so strong and entertaining. Uh, because he likes to think himself the the pinnacle of intelligence. You know, the smartest, the greatest, the baddest. He is it. And here comes here comes Batman, this this little guy, this little guy, this little guy. He's his... a little guy. Yeah, he's a little guy. Little Bruce Wayne. Um He comes and he solves all of his fucking riddles. And so he's like, hmm, am I the am I not the smartest? No, I have to be. So that leads him to scale his crimes so far so large <laughs> to such a degree specifically to spike batman if you don't already get it i'm specifically talking about the um arkham uh no the, yeah the arkham verse uh version of this character uh but this extends to other versions uh i think he's really strong in the batman uh in his tragic backstory there his episode mm -hmm. explaining that is one of my favorite in the show um probably the best episode after season one yeah most likely i'd have to say so I'd have and to there's agree. nothing else called the batman that also <laughs> contains the riddler <laughs> there's right. not it's called the new batman movie the thing about paul dano's riddler is i do enjoy it i do enjoy it and it's a fantastic performance, but it's in the same category as the Joker for me, where it almost, it sort of tips the scale of not being the original character anymore. Um, I I do I I agree I I do like I do like that Riddler, but I feel like he, I feel like you could have made him. Either a new character or someone with a weaker characterization, like like okay, weird take. Clue Master would have been perfect for that movie. <laughs> Clue Master might have been perfect for that movie. Um, Jesse Pinkman's father, Clue Master, uh, mm -hmm. would have been amazing. Um, Was I, that a bit we did on the pod, well, or is this another I don't thing for just us? Where that comes from. <laughs> What is that I know mean? we made a bit Explain about this, that. but that might have been off the pod, Quentin. Explain uh, it, Quentin. All right, okay. Uh, I said in the chat that Breaking Bad had <laughs> and the dynamic between uh, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman is a lot like the dynamic between Batman and Robin. Um, and then we started making <laughs> other... <laughs> Which is a great... <laughs> that's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> yeah, very on. true. <laughs> yeah, we started making all sorts of other comparisons. And... Um, Eventually, that led us to <laughs> Clue Master being Jesse Pinkman's father, um, which we then made a bunch of memes out of. 
Uh, yeah, but no. Uh, Riddler, you like him, you love him. Year Zero Riddler, fantastic. Our Zero Year Riddler, fantastic. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. Okay. You guys want to do more bits? Love a bit. Love a bit. Okay. Uh, options are everything Quentin has been, unanimous shways, unanimous schwarbages, uh, lost Batman traits, lost Robin tra- traits. I did Robin traits keeps coming out for some reason. <laughs> Can we do lost uh, Batman traits? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just to knock it off. <laughs> let's, let's no, I, I do it on Robin traits. But I think it's the double that's getting you. Yeah. Because you don't that, do it you only the second it or the first time. time. Okay. Okay. Uh, our, our lost Batman traits are he smokes a lot. Mm-hmm. He loves basketball. Also He's true. a circus aficionado. <laughs> he can run at terminal velocity. <laughs> intensely, intensely socially awkward, in parentheses, possibly still present. <laughs> and then uh, the last one, constantly making one-liners in his head. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all very I... accurate. <laughs> one of our favorite bits, uh, one of my favorite bits that we've ever done um, is in that comic... Um, I don't know if that was episode five. Um, Wh- which he, one? The one where he gets uh, cans thrown at him while he's walking out of town. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> where we sort of assert that even in modern comics, uh, without the thought bubbles, he is still making one-liners in his head just like the good old days <laughs> where they yeah. were narrated. <laughs> Uh, I think I think that actually came from um, the 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 perfect crime comic, um, where where he he throws a table at someone, and he says like 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 here's a table for you, but it's in a thought bubble, not a speech <laughs> bubble. <laughs> the perfect crime, the almost perfect crime. That cr- that was that's it's, it's a bad crime. It was a dumb comic. It's an amazing crime. <laughs> it's- it's a decent crime. <laughs> it's an okay crime. Okay. Uh, we just did number seven, right? Yeah, we're on six yes. now. Number six. You know him. You love him. Hugo Strange. Ooh. What was that? Ooh, do you not love Hugo Strange? <laughs> I no. I. Th- <laughs> well, now <laughs> I'm realizing I love Hugo Strange more than you do. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, that's not true. Maybe, maybe we love Hugo Strange equally. I just love everyone above Hugo Strange even more. That's, I mean, that's fair. I guess mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and see. We will have to wait and see. So, what's there to say? I mean, funny beard. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so my number. No, but um, buff uh, Arkham concept. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. yes. <laughs> Another the reference to the Arkham Asylum portraits with concept amazing. art. Hugo Strange, so jacked what? in it. <laughs> yeah, so you know what? Since Quentin has implied that we'll we'll talk about him again later, I'm just going to talk about that. In in hit video game Batman Arkham Asylum, um, there's concept art for many characters. We already touched on this a little bit, and for some reason, they made Hugo Strange just the buffest fucking dude he's you've so ever big. seen. He's so schmitty. He's, he's he's what? What? <laughs> I okay. Check check your turn. <laughs> Schmitty, yeah. Um. So my num- <laughs> my number six. Speaking of Schmitty, my number six is Bane. 
<laughs> Speaking of graffiti. We've talked a lot about Bane on here, I think. <laughs> Maybe more so than we've actually talked about stories involving him. <laughs> I think we might have literally only talked about traction. <laughs> sometimes he's bred, sometimes he's not. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm going to give a some reasons why I put Bane at number six. I So he is another versatile character <laughs> that we have been talking about. He could either be incredibly smart, like that he is Batman's peer, or he can just be a big guy <laughs> who punches stuff. <laughs> and both versions I really like. <laughs> He's kind of like Killer Croc Plus for me in that way. Um, <laughs> Jack, 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 yeah. that is exactly how I described it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <sighs> man, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> what is Bane? Killer Croc in? Plus. Yeah, Killer Croc Plus. What is Bane in? He's in um, Arkham. Great. Mm -hmm. In Arkham Origins? No. Uh, oh my god. He is amazing in Arkham Origins. Incredible. Uh, the the Dark Knight, uh, the Dark Knight Rises. He is. I I really enjoy that movie. I think he has a great performance in that film. That's not my my favorite version of Bane, but I think the it's a great performance and it's very iconic and memorable. I um, too love his performance in uh, Batman Beyond, where he's in there for five oh, seconds. Yeah. <laughs> where he doesn't say anything and is stuck in a wheelchair. Yeah, that performance that actually, is great. I do That's a very memorable moment to me. I I agree. I think that there is no better like example of that <laughs> differentiation between uh, intelligent, pure, and like brute than in the Arkham games between Origins and Asylum, where he is, his literal only function when he's introduced in the first game is to be he's like, a big the first guy. boss. He's a big guy. How do we feel about how do we feel about him in City? I I do think it is kind of. Um, <laughs> disappointing how he is trapped in an elevator, much like Penguin, actually. <laughs> Seems like he's better than that, but I do think that's a good side quest. What's the deal with these Arkham games and those <laughs> elevators? <laughs> um, and one, one more thing I want to shout out about Bane, uh, just in case someone else, I don't know if anyone else put Bane on there, but I did. One more thing I want to shout out about him is him in Lego Batman 1. <laughs> this is my favorite version of him as the big guy. Just yep. like a big guy. Because he doesn't even talk. It's a it's an old school Lego game where the characters don't talk. He is working with, I think, Penguin. Yeah, he's the yeah, Penguin. Yeah. And then in the when you play the villain campaign, you see that... <laughs> He does not have a boss fight. He, he has nothing. You you see that he is just left behind by Penguin, which makes oh. him really upset. And then the police roll up and just easily arrest him. Just is this why you put scene. Bane above Penguin? Yeah, because his cutscene is... Well, <laughs> no, but they're both in the cutscene. That's what makes it so great. Just Penguin just leaving him. <laughs> And he gets arrested by the police. Just the regular police, not not Batman or Robin or anyone. 
but yeah, that's that's my thoughts about Bane, aka Killer Croc Plus. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Quentin? Quentin? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> forget how this works. <laughs> no, uh, gonna gonna shoot my shot a little bit early. Uh, say hello to the Jackal. My number six spot, Joker, separating cool. the mice from the men. Uh, this is, I mean, some have described him as Batman's greatest adversary and foil. Uh, and to that, I say bullshit, but he's Agreed. still good. Um, <laughs> that opinion is dumb because there are much more nuanced characters who fill that void. Uh, but in people's desperate struggle to flesh out the Joker, there have been so many hits, but also, or there have been so many misses, but also an incredible amount of hits and adaptations. Um, I mean, again, to bring it up, the the Joker adaptation from the hit film might not be super the character we know, fight Batman, ah la 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 la, whatever, uh, but it is still an incredible performance. I think that this character is brought to life um, by the writers just, like, using him as a vessel and the actors giving some incredible performances. Uh, fucking, I mean, we, we, you know him, you love him. Mark Hamill. It just... Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker brings that character to life so hobgoblin well and so it's just an incredible performance that he gives um and of course troy baker doing mark hamill's impression it's a little bit uninspired but it's still so good um i mean john dimaggio love that as well um he killed it he he also killed it yeah and he killed jason todd with a crowbar. <laughs> True. Um, what other Jokers? The three Jokers! I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there are three Jokers. Anyway, I'm Yeah, gonna... which one did you put on here? Oh, shit. Which Joker? Which Joker's your favorite? The comedian, the You know those the criminal, three the distinct clown? characters? The three Jokers? The, and... the ones that are different characters? At the, at the end of that story, there's only one Joker again? And it's like, were there three Jokers the whole time? That story's dumb. It's it's bad. It's fucking do, stupid. Uh, uh, is this something Batman, we have to talk about? I don't know what. Yeah, this probably. Is. I'll just <laughs> I'll just say it real quick. Batman becomes a god, and he knows everything. So he tries to figure out who the Joker is, and then discovers there were three Jokers. Then at the end of the story, there's only one Joker. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, then what the fuck was the God thing about? Yep. The only good part of that story is I liked Jason Todd's stuff. <laughs> Jason Todd. That's also Jason what Todd. I thought about under the red hood. <laughs> I mean, I I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's the only part I liked. It just happened to be the only focus of the story. <laughs> it happened to be the focus of the film. Um all right. That's my six. Bit time? Bit time. Bit time. Okay. Um uh, everything Quentin has been, unanimous ways, unanimous Schwarbridge, lost Robin traits. It worked. Yeah. Uh, and things we'll get to. I mean, 
who who is it on? This is on you, my friend. Uh, oh, this is on yeah, me. Just, um, yeah. You know what? I, I guess we'll tackle these in twos. Let's do Robin. Okay, lost Robin traits. Um, so I, I have a list of traits, and then I have in parentheses which Robin they applied to. Okay. Uh, sexist Dick Grayson, <laughs> nationalist Dick, Dick Grayson, Grayson. <laughs> dead Jason Todd. <laughs> Um, allergy to elevators, Dick Grayson. Yep. Uh, and then Todd Kleisen. Do you guys remember Todd Kleisen? What? No, no. What is Todd Kleisen? Do I want to explain Todd Kleisen? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it would be do. funny to leave you in the dark, but, uh, Todd Kleisen is, is the Robin we came up with. He's our OC Robin. Oh, <laughs> what? When did I, we... I think... Uh, he's like, I think we said he's the third and a half Robin. Um, I don't remember, but his name is Todd Kleisen, and we came up with him. <laughs> that sounds like an anagram name. That sounds like <laughs> Dane Lislow. <laughs> <laughs> we, we came up with this, Jack, when, um, when you did an impression of Robin, and then you did the impression again, and said, I, I think that was a different voice, and I said, it's fine, this is a different Robin. This is Todd Kleisen. <laughs> great stuff <laughs> what, I, what I realized from that list is Dick Grayson sucks <laughs> <laughs> look at yep. Dick Grayson's traits lost traits they're no longer traits. traits but yes allegedly sexist yeah. nationalist and allergic to elevators <laughs> He is also the most powerful fucking person in the Batman. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I should have put that on here. Well, that's not lost. That's still true. Ba- he is. He is Akuma. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, we're we're on to number five now. Um, and Jack, I got big news. Uh, I, I I agree with you almost exactly. Number five for me is Bane. Yep. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we already talked about him. Do I have anything to add? Oh, yeah, let's just talk about how Bane has never looked good in any animated show ever. That is one of his Or really flaws. animated anything. Other than uh, Arkham Origins, which is animated. Okay, but I'm not counting video games. I'm, I'm thinking shows and movies. Shows. Oh, oh, wait, I think I got one. No, you Young don't. Justice. No. What? He looks pretty good there. Yeah, but, like, he doesn't have a mask. It's weird face paint, and the mouth is weird. They can't get the mask right is the main thing. I will say, in The Batman, he looks good before he turns red. I like that, but that doesn't count because then he turns red, and he looks weird, and he never turns back. He looks good before he turns red. Uh, yeah. Um, Justice League Doom movie, he looks weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he has the weird zipper mouth in Brave and the Bold. Um, maybe he's in Beware the Batman, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, let me look it up. <laughs> Spoilers. Beware the Bane. <laughs> we have to do an episode called Beware the Bane. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Is he in it? Um... No, but there is someone who looks a little bit like him. Oh, nice. Does he look good? Uh, he looks fine. Oh, uh, he was okay in Batman, The Enemy Within. 
Batman the Enemy Within. The Telltale oh, game. Oh, the Telltale game. Oh yeah. Once again, I'm just counting. I'm just counting movies, and I agree, he looks good in that. I'm just counting movies and shows. Yeah, but that's that's all I have to say about okay. Bane. Before we move on from Bane, I wanted. To that's do not a- okay. The, that's a that's a, a ninja <laughs> that got mutated. <laughs> what are um, we even? Wait, vaguely what? Bane-like. Oh, is this that's, the that's guy an- from Beware the? <laughs> yeah, but that's not Bane at all. It's a random goon who got mutated <laughs> no. and then died. Okay. But <laughs> he doesn't have a name. <laughs> I want to give one more shout out to a Bane related thing we talked on this show. That's one of my favorite bits. And it also mm-hmm. came back to me because Quentin just Googled something in the show. <laughs> <Quentin> yeah, <laughs> Bane Finance. When Quentin <laughs> tried to Google Batman fiance, I Batman finance and Batman finance issues. The article <laughs> title: Bane's plan to bankrupt Batman doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, I I don't know why that bit is so funny to me, but I, I will always enjoy that. Jack, okay. Yes. Number five for me is Joker. Uh, Quinn already talked about him a lot, and I think I share a lot of the same thoughts. I he's not my personal favorite. But there are very many good versions, great voice actors. Also, you didn't necessarily <laughs> mention some of the live-action actors, some of whom are complete trash. Jared Leto, but um, yep. Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger are very good. Okay, I want to posit that question. Which one do you guys prefer of those two? Of which two? Jack uh, Heath Ledger and Jack Ledger. Nicholson. Okay, you both said talked at the same time. Sorry. I didn't catch it. I mean, you, what? Quentin, which what, say him out of the two live actions, Heath Ledger and Jack Nicholson. Which do you prefer? Caesar Romero. <laughs> all right. Well, we all prefer Caesar Romero, but you've chosen the invisible third option. Will you weren't supposed to do that? <laughs> uh, probably Heath Ledger. Ooh. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. But they're both great. I think they are yeah, both we can fantastic. all agree they're both excellent actors, uh, great portrayals. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, just so, so many good stories that have him as the main antagonist. He's just a, a great foil to Batman. Um, so much to explore with these, you know. There's so many, as Quentin said, so many misses. But also... So many hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I have to say. Quentin? Uh, my number five spot goes to the Music Meister. Uh, <laughs> I was <laughs> expecting I, this. That's fair. I, I get it. Who I have very specifically situated above the Joker. Um, <laughs> he clears. He clears. <laughs> we, all, we all know. <laughs> I just... <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck oh man while <laughs> so while earth mover may have had the most striking uh real world effect on me i think music meister has had the most long lasting um there was literally no cooler moment in my experience with Lego Batman 3 
uh, than playing it for the first time and realizing that Music Meister, my niche, um, Batman the Brave and the Bold, uh, super fucking, I, I just, I loved Music Meister. He was my favorite when I was a child, uh, when I didn't understand the nuances of villains and the larger Batman mythos. I hadn't read any comics. Um, I was a big fan of the animated show. Um, and I was also a little dweeb and a fan of Broadway musicals. Um, Nerd. <laughs> and Neil Patrick Harris, uh, I also watched <laughs> How I Met Your Mother at way too young um, <laughs> and idolized him as well. So those three things came together in um, <laughs> Batman the Brave and the Bold in what is one of my favorite pieces of Bat media of all time. And he's in Lego Batman 3. And now I can say officially he is also in Harley Quinn. Yeah. And that was fucking sick. I love that as well. Um, and, well, he's also in the CW, but we don't talk about that shit. Because I that do. Shit it's is funny. Garbage. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. He's also, you almost forgot he's also in Lego DC Supervillains. He is also in Lego DC Supervillains. Yeah. Love music. Ring a ding ding. Ring in the bit bell, baby. Bit, um, bit, bit. Okay, what do we have left? Everything Quentin has been unanimous way, unanimous schwarbage. Um, Let's get the unanimous schwarbage out of the way. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Unanimous unanimous schwarbage. You said. Yeah. Let's get the. How many Let's do you, take out the how many, how many do you think we've had, guys? Three, four. Six. Quentin, you were so close. It was three. Oh shit! Oh wow. Uh, from episode 3, Batman 139, episode 5, Detef- Detective Comics 330, episode 6, Batman 210. It's all so, comic. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. The Battle of the Sexes is on here. <laughs> I mean, what, a, what, a, what a, Do you remember what all those were, Will? Uh, I d- don't. It's okay. <laughs> episode 3... One of what them was, was probably Island of a Thousand Traps, right? I think that is. I think that is one of them. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. all right. Yeah. Uh, so on to my number four. Uh, hey, diddle diddle! It's time for the Riddler again. He's back. I'm loving it. He's in my fourth place. I don't know. We already <laughs> talked about. See, uh, I guess it's 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 good. Like, I don't have anything else to add, so it's good for pacing. But like, I it's just the Riddler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine if we've already talked about him. I'm happy to give my. We're on number four. Yeah, mm-hmm. my number four is also someone who've already talked about, but very briefly, Hugo Strange. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I know Quinn probably has him too. So maybe I should <laughs> hold off. But love Hugo Strange. If we hold off and then all pop off for Hugo Strange, that sounds <laughs> awesome, actually. Okay, I'll hold off, but Hugo Strange is my number four. Okay, Quentin, do you have a number four that we will actually discuss? So, I want to uh, maybe absorb the time that he was going to use to talk about his number four, Hugo Strange, and talk about who <laughs> did inhabit the spot before I had a moral dilemma and decided against it. This spot was taken by lex luther um what then i the thought fuck? He is... you can't do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly exactly which is why i removed him but 
I will confess, I almost put Superman on my list, but... Yep. I didn't um, get very quirky with my list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but that was simply because of a, a scene in the Batman Superman animated crossover, um, which is fantastic, um, and I have on disc as a movie, as a film. Um, yeah, pretty good. Somewhere in my room. Oh, yep, Batman and Superman movie, um, where Batman breaks into his room and he's and lex is basically like you won't hurt me superman superheroes don't hurt people and then he like fucking scares the shit out of him um yeah but no i like that scene a lot but who is on my number four who is in my number four um is clayface return to clayface our uh, third Clayface. Yeah. And more specifically, Basil Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ba- Basil uh, Carlo sweep. Let's go. Best Clayface. No, Let's no, go. You should have been better. Uh, I have Feet of Clay open in my search browser right now, which once again, um, they do not use the name, but they do use the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but... More specifically, I want to talk about the Batman Adventures uh, comic and one that really connected with me. Uh, I don't have the comic anymore, but um, there was this one where I think it's the same where they did not use the Basil Carla name, but he's still like the actor, same version of Clayface. Yeah, I think that was Matt Hagen as well. Yeah, it is Matt Hagen. Um, I'm still going to refer to him as Basil. It's Basil Carlo. Uh, it's Basil Carlo. Uh, but basically, on a heist, he falls in love with a reporter as he is committing crimes. And so, as time goes on and as he commits crimes, he is getting this moral dilemma of wanting to be with this girl. Um, and so, he sets up a date with her. Um, and... He decides to go on one final heist before the date, before he puts it off for good. That was a really fucked up thing. Uh, No, he really fucked up there because Batman finally figured out who his uh, secret identity was because he was um, being like a regular guy. Um, That was the final piece he needed. And so he ambushed him during the date. Um, And... uh, kind of like ruined his new life uh but his characterization in that comic which i would like to read at some point for the show um is just immaculate and the performance that is given uh in the animated series and the animation on feet of clay during that final fight scene again one of my favorite fights in that series and we'll get um, to it yeah we'll get to it yeah yeah, no, but that's why this version of Clayface has my number four spot. Okay, um, bit alarms going off, bit, 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 um, was that better than the bit bell? Which one's better, bit bell or bit alarm? I like the bit alarm. Awesome. Uh, bit, what do we have left to bit, do? Bit, bit, bit. Uh, everything Quentin has been, uh, unanimous ways, uh, things we'll get to. I mean... Again, in twos, unanimous shui. Okay. 
How many unanimous ways do you think we've had? Five. Uh, I am four. I'm going to do it again. Eight. Okay. What the fuck? Okay. We're positive. We're positive around here. I like we, that. We, we were uh, unanimous on Baby Doll, uh, on Traction, Q&A, Mayhem of the Music Meister, Batman Black and White Issue 5 Riddler Story, Payback, uh, Lego <laughs> Batman Movie. That's seven. I This is on here, Desert Double Cross, The Elongated Man Story. Um, <laughs> I didn't know where sway. to... Well, that was, we did not vote that sway. Okay, what was but the I criteria did say... that you guys used? What was it again? Yeah. It was elongated or abridged. <laughs> yep. Um, so I didn't know where to put that one. It felt weird just to leave it off. Since it was just me and Jack, it could move over to the to the not unanimous ways, or I could give it its own category. Well, That's now you can't mention it uh, during <laughs> during episode ten of the elongated cast. <laughs> yeah, what are you thinking? <laughs> So, I have a theory on why there are so many unanimous ways. I do, too. It's because we, we like watching and reading good things. Yep. We like, yeah, on the docket. Yep. And it's almost like we like Batman. <laughs> a little bit. I would never. <laughs> no way. <laughs> he sucks. I'm in it for Ben. Uh, yeah, I'm here for Basil Carlo. Basil Carlo, sweet baby. Let's go. I love that guy. <laughs> That's why I posit we add, uh, we, we have one of us murdered and add a uh, cast member who just hates everything <laughs> Batman. That would find... actually be a great idea. <laughs> we can find a fifth person who detests Batman. A fifth? <laughs> oh, wait, no, fourth. There's, well, yeah, no, the devil. You guys can't Oh, yeah, the devil. the devil. I forgot. I'm excluding him. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah. That was that bit. Do do do. Top three. <laughs> oh Top yeah, it's three my time. turn. Top three. Um, I'm I am so terrified. I think I could get a lot of shit from you guys for this one. Um, I'm very scared. I'm a scared little boy. <laughs> really? I'm gonna what could I'm gonna. I don't think you will. <laughs> I put I put Red Hood down, and I'm worried that you guys might argue that he's not a villain but my favorite red hood stories are all from before he turned good now that's my justification i'm not saying that there is a fleet of u.s fighter jets coming to do an airstrike <laughs> on your college dorm um that's not what i'm saying <laughs> what i am saying however is that i completely agree with you i think that <laughs> I think yeah. that Red Hood yeah, I, I... Um, is an incredible antagonist when used properly. Um, and even when he's brought back into being a, um, I mean, hero, I, anti-hero. I, still, I, I like Bat Family member Red Hood, but I'm not here for him. No. None of my favorite Red Hood moments are from when he's good. I like it when he's dead or evil. <laughs> Ah, yes, Arkham Knight. Uh, <laughs> no! That doesn't, that doesn't even count. Under the, he doesn't count. He said Red Hood. He didn't say Jason Todd. I didn't say the Arkham Knight. I said Red Hood. Yeah. Spoiler. Besmirching Spoiler, the Arkham Knight way, game. Or... Arkham Knight. <laughs> Leave that out. 
Yeah, okay, but, like, the whole issue with that twist is, of course, it's fucking Jason Todd. Yep. <laughs> it's like they nod to it all over the fucking... They're like, he- they're like, who could this possibly be? By the way, audience, have you ever heard of Jason Todd? So here's the thing. Do you know what I think would have made that twist so much better? If they'd alluded to Jason being dead in the previous games. It's in, like, the Arkham stories and stuff, but who the fuck reads those? I do. That's me. I do as well. It's, <laughs> I mean, but it's in, like, one, mm-hmm. and also it has zero effect on Batman. Like, even when he starts hallucinating in City, you'd imagine that would be affecting him then. Instead yeah, of... I, yeah, he doesn't... He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, they they should have planned ahead a little more for that one. I, I agree. Under yeah. the Red Hood is probably my favorite Batman comic, and that movie is spectacular. Oh, it's a great, it's a great film. I mean, I, I personally enjoy his um, cameo in the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's spectacular. <laughs> uh, we're gonna spend. Wait, Will, is there anything more you want to say about why they're at number three? Because we spent a lot of time talking about. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's move on, Jack. What's what, what is your? Oh, you don't want to say anything more about Red Hood? Just no, I, I've I've spoke my fill. What what? How do you feel right. about number three? So my number three is someone who's already been mentioned, and that is our good friend the Riddler. Um, <laughs> I lo- I'm a, I love the Riddler. I'm a huge Riddler guy. <laughs> I big Riddler fan. Got all the trophies. <laughs> <laughs> And he's such an annoying, like, he's so, he's so annoying and hateable that he wraps around in being lovable. And I, I agree with everything that, um, whoever, who, who had it, Quentin? Quentin, you yep. put the Riddler so far, right? I, I also, we've, okay, I, we've you all, were the last person okay. to talk about the Riddler. I'm, I'm the biggest Riddler fan here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do really like Paul Dano's version, uh, in that movie. Even if it's not classic Riddler, I guess. I, I, great actor, great performance. Yep. That's all I have to say about the Riddler. Oh, yeah. Alright. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi. Hi, Quinn. It's time. Say... Let's go, Hugo Strange! Yes, Hugo Strange! Yes, yes, we can finally talk about him. Hugo Strange sweet! (laughs) Hugo Strange sweet! Funny beard! (laughs) Funny beard, funny voice. (laughs) Funny jacked in Arkham Alright, I want everyone uh, to do individually their their, uh, best Hugo Strange impression. Batman, do you <laughs> like my funny beard? All right, Mr. Jack. Mr. Wayne. <laughs> Mr. Wayne. <laughs> That's it again. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a good impression. You look, you look so derpy, Mr. Wayne. You look, you look so funny tied up in that chair, Mr. Wayne. Chink. Fucking Hugo Strange. God good glasses. Damn it. Oh my god. So jacked, so buff, so lab coat. He so is many insane. monster men. 
So what many was the word you originally used to describe them? I I forgot. Shway. No, it was the like. What was it? Fleshy or what? What was the word? Do you guys say meaty? Schmeaty. Schmeaty. All right. Okay. So, Hugo Strange. Um. Do we want to like? How do? How are we gonna do this? How are we gonna? Manage I think this? just like. Tell us why you love Hugo Strange. Yeah, why do you love Hugo Strange? And we'll just jump in because we all love him. I mean, the reason why Hugo Strange is at my number three spot is because while people like to argue that Joker is a fantastic foil, I think that Batman is at his most vulnerable in his mind. Not in his intellect, um, but in his psyche. And there is one thing that could completely undo Bruce Wayne. And that is a psychiatrist who knows who he is. Um, Hugo Strange knowing Batman's identity completely changes the game. And that's the thing. Anybody else would reasonably reveal his identity um, except for somebody who was really truly obsessed with him um ah man because that's the thing that's the trope people learn batman's identity and then they're like it i i will keep it secret for this reason or another and it's never believable but for some reason to me hugo strange wanting to maintain that upper hand and mocking and goading him and putting a tape mocking his parents' death in Arkham City, even though he's not physically there, was one of the most bone-chilling moments. Sitting there and listening to that stupid fucking tape with a stupid fucking voice. I got so <laughs> legitimately mad on it's... behalf of the character I was playing. It's it's so good. Yep, incredible. I, I I also adore like, um, I think I think it completely tracks that he doesn't expose Batman's identity because he like, he he's he like psychoanalyzes Batman and he's like, if his identity would was exposed, like, that wouldn't get me anything. Nope. Like he's 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 in it because he's interested in Batman or in one upping Batman. He he doesn't like give a fuck about exposing him. Yeah. Do you uh, guys mind if I do a little tease, a little, just a little bit? Yeah. If you if you like hearing us talk about Hugo Strange, <laughs> you're gonna love the next two episodes. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm so excited. Me too. I, guys, this is a part. This is a thing. Where we're all gonna be able to come together. Um, and just, like, fucking gush over a piece of media. And that's something I've been waiting for for a while. We got a little taste of it with the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But and I think the smaller only... taste with Baby Doll. <laughs> with <apparently>. Baby Doll. <laughs> but even in the case of Baby Doll and the Lego Batman movie, we didn't truly love it. I love... What? No, I love <laughs> both of those. I mean, yeah, like, love. 
Fine. Baby Doll's my number one villain. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spoil. We're still on number three. <laughs> um, but no, like I, I love music. My, I have a genuine love for that episode. Like I fucking gushed there, um, because of my connection with that. And I think we all have a similar connection with City. So that energy is something I'm really, really looking forward to. Uh, Shall we do a bit? Yeah, let's do a bit. Okay, um, bit alarm, bit, 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 bit. Um, what do we have left? I, everything Quentin has been and things we'll get to. I think we should do everything Quentin has been and finish with things we'll get to. Because we'll okay. get to that. Yep. Episode one, Quentin is not going to say... Episode 2, Quentin is Jason Todd. <laughs> Episode 3, Quentin is going to sing you a song later. Episode 4, <laughs> Quentin is a horseman, come to save the day. Uh, and in the outro, he said he was Will. Um, <laughs> Episode 5, he's not really sure. Episode 6, he is an acrobat who's just married and is taking his 10-year-old on a tour to Gotham. Um... Episode 7, we're not so different, you and I. Episode 8, I am accusing you of a great crime. Episode (laughs) 9, I am very confused. Yep. When you've done a lot of things, do you have a favorite? (laughs) Yeah, what's your favorite thing? Uh, I think I'm a big fan of episode 10, I'm in your house. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm I'm in your walls, episode 30, I'm right behind you. (laughs) I'm really proud of, um, I'm an acrobat. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that one's really good. Because Um, again, I usually come up with these 10 seconds before I say them. Um, but that one that I one thought you of play the head. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 2 is still my favorite Where you just instantly went Jason Todd <laughs> <laughs> uh, We uh, We have This is our top 10 We gotta make a top 10 Like <laughs> Friend of the show villains And it's like Jason Todd <laughs> okay that's a good idea um you guys ready for my number two yeah please this the the spot of number two and number one ask me in like three days i'm sure it'll switch i swap these two constantly and this is not just for placement as my favorite batman villain this is for my favorite comic book character Oh, holy shit. These are these are my two favorites. At number 2, we have who I think is the the embodiment of pure raw untapped potential, Killer Moth. <laughs> I knew this I, was coming. I I'm surprised I, it was at number 2, honestly. I fucking love Killer Moth. We know. Every single but the audience doesn't quit and this isn't for you. Be quiet. <laughs> Every single version has something to add. I there are a few that are misses. I'm not gonna lie; he's not perfect. But like, even like, like he he has no consistency. But like, if you try to put it together, it's so interesting. Like there there's the idea that he has like a crip, crippling phobia of the dark is really cool. There's like the, the whole thing where he's he is the anti Batman. Where like. 
like criminals like throw up the moth signal and he comes to stop them from from doing crime. Uh, yeah, the Batman killer moth ain't great. Um, <laughs> Teen Titans killer moth, so much fun. Like not like a deep character, but just fun every time he shows up. Just god, god damn it, I love this man. Mm. Uh, best killer moth story. It might be. So you guys know, you guys know Hush, Batman mm-hmm. Hush. They're like Killer yes. Moth's third third comic. He gets plastic surgery to make himself look exactly like Bruce Wayne, and then tries to replace Bruce Wayne, um, and then accidentally discovers that Bruce Wayne is Batman and steals a bat suit and just like I'm just gonna go fuck shit up. Damn. Yeah, he he does Hush. Um, yeah, fucking ugh, I love him. He's so. Just, just uh, everything, everything. He's the best anti-Batman. He's the best anti-Batman. Wrath can go suck an egg. Um, one more, one more question. Will, what about Lego Batman? I mean, of course. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, like, like, come on. He's, he's, his cutscenes are very funny. Um, I do enjoy in the the mission where you play as him and Rid, or not rather Joker. Joker what like is looking for him and he's just fucking like standing on top of like like a street lamp like bumping into it and really like what the f- what is going on here No one laughs at Killer Moth he's the best I excluding one other person <laughs> Yeah <laughs> he's the second best and I suspect that my number 2 is your number 1 unless mm-hmm. unless you I've just left this person out entirely. And my number two is Mr. Freeze. Ooh. Um, I will not say whether or not I left off Mr. Freeze, but I will say he is fucking awesome. He, he, he is awesome. <laughs> and he rules because of the writers of Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, well done, guys. Made him from a admittedly fun guy like who freezes stuff <laughs> he was a, a fun, fun guy <laughs> he was a fun guy who liked freezing things yeah, he's like a yep. and by fun i don't mean he i would like to meet that version of him in real life although maybe i would but he, he's fun villain like he's like a bane kind of like hey like it's, he freezes <laughs> stuff and then in batman the animated series they go oh yeah also he's his wife is terminally ill and He's doing it all to try to save her and try to get revenge on the people who took away his funding. And they just create this extremely compelling, extremely... Like, his relationship with Batman, the him still being clearly like a villain while having sympathetic motivations. It seems like, you know, kind of a basic thing, but... It's just such a breath of fresh air, really, when a lot of Batman villains do not seem especially sympathetic. And uh, he's great in Arkham, too, even though he's really stupid in Arkham City. Has probably the best boss fight maybe in, I've ever played in a video game. Uh, Arkham City, Mr. Freeze. Great fight. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll... With the expectation that we might have more chances to talk about him, I'll... I'll Maybe. I'll pass it to Quentin for his number two. Okay. Um. Alright. My number two 
is Harvey Dent. Fuck yeah. And, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, I say Harvey Dent because I think his identity as, um... Clayface, or not, no, 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 <laughs> yeah, oh, damn it. Clayface. <laughs> there's too much, <laughs> um, no, but his identity as Two-Face, um, is kind of completely fueled by his inherent manic tendencies as this character, um, and in a lot of cases, I like when they explore the Harvey Dent part of his villainy, the organized crime, his connections and his ability to do things and delegate. Um, if you like really look at Two-Face as a criminal, a lot of his natural charisma and skills as an attorney cross over into the way that he plans out his crimes. Um, I mean... Giant penny aside. Um, that was from the penny plunderer. Don't forget it. <laughs> Historical revisionism. I <laughs> Okay, you take that up with the animated series. <laughs> I will. Guys. Um, and it, it might, maybe wasn't the same giant penny. Maybe it was a different giant penny. Are you implying Batman has two giant pennies in the Batcave? I'm, I'm not even... A, <laughs> one from a penny plunderer crime, <laughs> one from a two-faced crime. I mean, he keeps the Two Face one in his um, gr- gr- uh, bed guest guest room. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, in case Harvey ever wants to chill out uh, and be reminded of his horrible villainous actions. Um, no, but one of my. I mean, we keep tying back to the long Halloween. Fuck yeah. Um, it's really good. I love... genuinely think that every character who's in the long Halloween gets like a just gets a boost. They get a little bit of a boost because of that because it's so fucking good. It's really good. So fucking good. Um, great, great fucking moral dilemma. Great um, origin story for that character. It's always been great. Fantastic in the animated series. Fantastic in the live action films. Even if he's not in them a ton. Um, well, he's, he's in Batman Forever, and he's probably the weakest <laughs> part of that movie, but I still love his yeah. performance by Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Um, fucking... No, Rob, Robin's the weakest part of that movie. <laughs> oh yeah, Robin is by far the weakest part of that movie. You have reminded me that I fucking hate Robin, except when I love Robin. Love you, Robin. That's my number two. You're, wait, did you just change your number two to Robin? You worded that weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really thought you were going to go number one with him, but I guess. <laughs> oh, guys, you don't understand the irony <laughs> of what you just said. Okay, moving on. <laughs> okay, I have a guess now. Um, but anyway, time for our last bit. Things we'll get to. All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for a hefty list. Our final episode will be review of the entire Batman franchise. In this, Quentin will reveal who he truly is. Um, Heart of Ice. Uh, Bane's yeah. plan to bankrupt Batman. Batman and Robin. Creating a new code for Robin's regulars. Uh, Batman's in my basement. An episode where we talk about Batgirl. Um, elongated Man Desert Double Cross. We did that one. <laughs> yeah, um, the one down. 
th- a three-hour episode, a three-hour super episode where we talk about all ten clay faces and their origin stories. <laughs> that would um, be more like seven hours with the rate that <laughs> we talk. Uh, uh, Rainbow Batman story, punchline, everything. Episode one hundred will be about clutch powers. Uh, we promise we will not do a Gremlin cast. Uh, <laughs> something related to the Harley Quinn show. Suicide Squad 2016, all of Beware the Batman. Jack promised he was going to do It's Super, It's Bizarro. Um, a Mario movie movie night, not for the podcast, just the three of us. Um, Teen Titans Go and a Joker review promised by the AI, which we kind of did here. Holy shit. Yeah, we have a lot of promises. We have a lot of things to get to. We have and that's really dug not even not, a hole here. Which is completely separate from the queue we've been working on. <laughs> and do you know what? I know that that list is going to regenerate <laughs> itself when we, <laughs> as we pick things from it. I do uh, think because... we should start knocking things off the list, though, if we get the opportunity. But the, the fr- queue! <laughs> the phrase well, no, we'll the get queue, to it obviously we, is... We stick with the queue. We we can't stop using the phrase, we'll get to it. Because <laughs> for the first couple of times, we completely didn't recognize the fact that we have been completely abusing that phrase. And um, now it's part of the identity of the pod. So it's even more intrinsic. Guys, we're here. We've made it. We got to it. Like I'm not one. even, no pretenses or anything. Victor Freeze, sweep, let's go. Mr. Freeze, let's Mr. go. Mr. Freeze, Mr. Freeze, Mr. Woo! Freeze. Um, let's go. So yeah, my, my number one is Mr. Freeze. Uh, I, I think he is, in my notes I described him as a triple threat. I want to elaborate on that. The, the, the mech, like the armored suit combined with the freeze ray... He is undoubtedly one of the strongest Batman villains. Then there is the fact that he is a genius. He's one of the smartest Batman villains as well. He's a match for Batman, maybe not like detective-wise, but he's still a genius. And then there is the third avenue that he conflicts with Batman at, which is morals, which is that like, he he is trying to do good things and... Like, it's, it's, it is, like, a debate of Batman of, like, what should, because he can't just, like, beat up Mr. Freeze and then put him away forever, because, like, then Nora doesn't get cured, and Batman also wants Nora to be cured, and he can't just let Mr. Freeze go about doing his shit, because then Mr. Freeze will just fucking kill a bunch of people. So, like, Batman has to find, like, a happy balance, and I think that dynamic is so interesting. I love him in Arkham City, even though the boss fight feels kind of contrived, it's a fantastic fight, but, like, story-wise, it's a little weird, um, but still just, like, like, when you get Nora back for him in that side quest in Arkham City, he's so grateful, and, like, and then just in Arkham Knight, he continues to be amazing, and just, he's just, after animated series, excluding New 52, he's good in everything. I also love Batman and Robin. Yeah, you know yeah. what? I, I he's I, he's he's not like great in that, but he's goofy and fun. He, he, yep. He's mem- He gives you something to to like. It's not a negative that he is in that movie. Freeze, mm-hmm. freeze in hell, Batman. 
What killed the dinosaur? <laughs> the Ice Age! And then he shoots ice everywhere. You gotta do one, Jack. Okay. My number one, I think you guys have probably guessed it by now. It's KG Beast, baby. No <laughs> way! KG Beast! The KG Beast! KG Beast! He was in Batman vs. <laughs> Superman! So true! <laughs> It's not KG Beast, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> damn it! My number one is Harvey Dent slash Two Face. Um, yep. I'm glad Quinn put him at number two because I thought that no one was gonna put him anywhere, and I was gonna put him at number one. I was but getting kind of worried. <laughs> he was just edged out by Calendar Man. <laughs> I sincerely love Harvey Dent slash Two Face. Which henceforth will be referred to as Two Face. Just a great. I just I just like his his. He has a very interesting backstory. He's one of the few characters that really naturally combines Bruce Wayne and Batman in a way that is both like interesting and logical. It it allows you to get a look into the world of gotham in the world of batman like in a very unique and like genuine way that few other villains like naturally bring or he can just be like a bank robber <laughs> either way <laughs> but yeah i love his gimmick it's funny and like can be interesting it's 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 he, I just I just like Two Face. That's yeah. <laughs> That's it. Quinn, yeah, what's nice. your number one? So my number one is so incredibly funny. gimmicky. Uh, Will, you said prank. you had a guess. Prank? Is it prank? It's not prank. <laughs> uh, my actual, <laughs> my, actual <laughs> my my actual guess is Jason Todd. It's not Jason Todd either. Oh. Yeah. Because yeah, when we said Robin, you said that's ironic. Yeah. So I thought it might Is be it Jason something Todd. Robin related? No, my number one Batman villain is Batman. Because Batman has no greater an enemy than himself. <laughs> also a fucking yeah. cop out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. evil Batman is also something that has been explored in the past many times. Owl Man in particular, and I fucking love it every single Owl time. Owl Man is great. Um, Owl Man, yeah. However, you are getting dangerously close to complimenting the Batman who laughs, and that's when the podcast ends. No, I was going to say the Batman who laughs, but uh, <laughs> no. He sucks. <laughs> um, he is simply a gimmick gone too far, and he is the creation of a rabid fan base who likes two characters very much. And it's like it's like if a three year old was like, I like I like Batman and I like the I like the Joker. So what if they what if they came together? What if it is a Batman Joker? Holy shit. There you go. And he's just a bad character. Um, but Batman has some fucking villainous tendencies in him. Very um, true. I yeah. think his moral code is limiting to a point that he actually lets terrible things happen. Um, his need to overcompensate ruins his personal relationships, whether that's him freaking out at the end of Hush 
uh, when Catwoman says hush or creating a fucking, I mean, go-to plan if his friends ever turn evil um, to fucking hauling Superman to the UN because some time bozos. <laughs> no. But it's just, he gets in his own way so much, and he has uh, so much, like, fucking baggage getting in the way of him doing his goddamn job that he is his own greatest foil. Um, and that coupled with the evil Batman, not the Batman who laughs, and not any of the other ones from the Dark Knights... That's, I mean, yeah, there you go. Yeah. He's an asshole to Terry sometimes. That's pretty villainous. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I guess that, bit, 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 wait, what's that? But the bit alarm is going off, but we did all I the thought bits. We were what the fuck? What? Could this be a secret bit? Everyone, I've been keeping track of all of our placements. Tenth place was worth one point. First place was worth ten points. I have calculated who we collectively believe to be the greatest Batman <laughs> oh, villain. Oh man! Uh, I wanna I wanna give a shout out to Mister Freeze and Two Face who tied for second. Uh, also with the Riddler, he was also tied for second. Um, but our number one pick, who collectively <laughs> adding all the points together, our mathematic the favorite villain of the pod. Is Professor Hugo Strange? Yes! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so earned, so mm-hmm. earned. Um, yeah. So, uh, do we want to do honorable mentions real quick? Yeah, sure. Uh, I wrote down Penguin, Rache, Firefly, Shriek, Killer Croc, and the Joker, who is not on my list. <laughs> that, that was that's messed up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm yep. okay. Okay, let me let me let me elaborate. Let no, me elaborate. I, yeah, I, yeah, no. It's a little messed <laughs> up. I'm never hyped to see the Joker. Like, if if someone t- pointed at a door and said, Hey, Will, there's a Batman villain behind that door. I'd get so excited for everyone except the Joker. He's fucking everywhere, and he's good, like, a fourth of the time. And it's fantastic, don't get me wrong, but, like, seeing the Joker or picking up a Joker story, I'm never like, I, I can't wait. I, I, I'm, I can Hey, Will, if someone came up to me and said, there's a Batman villain behind that door, <laughs> I would not open the door. <laughs> Cowards. Will's what what if it's the penguin? Will's I banking on the small percent chance it's Killer Moth. He's willing to risk it all. If I opened it, and if it was even fucking, I don't know, Catman, I would be dead. I would be dead. <laughs> okay, but... We don't know that they okay. want to kill you. They're just there. Yeah. Yeah, they're just there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if it was Calendar Man? <laughs> I would only open it if it was not a holiday. <laughs> I mean, just like every also single by version. your logic, Quentin. What if it's Batman? <laughs> well, then I'm fucking scared too. Nobody like. Is not scared of Batman. Even if you love Batman, you're a little bit intimidated by him. Yeah. Yeah. If I fucking jaywalk, he's gonna kick my ass. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, you guys have any honorable mentions? Um, I think I mine think our... were mentioned. Uh, my honorable mentions were 
uh, Carmine Falcone, Calendar Man, and then this is this wouldn't actually be thirteenth on my list, but I did want to mention Maxi Zeus. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I think I think our biggest collective, like someone who wasn't featured at all, is Rachel Ghoul. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I feel like he was probably number eleven for me. Me too. Me too. He was actually on my list, but he was um, he was beat out by Carmine. He's top hey, fifteen. I, I expect. Yeah, yeah, but he got dunked on by Calendar Man and the Dealer and Killer Croc. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, short list: uh, Blight, Penguin, Ventriloquist, uh, Hush, Mister Freeze, Gentleman Ghost. Uh, oh, Gentleman, Gentleman Ghost is Ghost. a Hawkman villain. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm He's only a been Gentleman a Batman Ghost villain. He, in Brave and the Bold is the only time he's ever been a Batman villain. He's a Hawkman villain. And I love him. And I love him in the Brave and the Bold. And Prometheus. No, no, don't, 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 don't get me wrong. He's the best Hawkman villain. But that's what he is. Oh, yeah, and Onomatopoeia. That's not even... Oh, are you going to say that he's a Green Arrow villain? I am, but he say? does have Batman <laughs> comics, but he's... I stop stealing other people's villains, Batman. He's a vigilante villain. He but, hunts but, vigilantes. But he, or, he originates in Green Arrow, and his story's so good in Green Arrow. But he has more Batman stories. My number zero is Mr. Bloom. Let's go, Mr. Bloom sweep. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Nobody said Signal Man, and I'm kind of mad. <laughs> I was thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> you have no one to blame but yourself, Quentin. <laughs> I, I have three more honorable mentions for Batman villains. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're Will, Jack, and Quentin. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. His greatest enemies. What would Batman think of this podcast? I think he would hate it. You <laughs> <laughs> would despise it? You think it's because well, we constantly make fun of his dead son? Yeah, maybe that <laughs> plays a part. And now we constantly gush. Like, we just spent... Over an hour gushing about his greatest enemy, and how I called him an enemy, his greatest enemy. That that's making him think. I mean, he already knows. Yeah. Well, I'm out of bits. Um, is it time for the outro? Yeah, I think so. Jack, you have do you have one prepared for us? Oh, do you guys want another AI outro? I have two. We could do an AI. We could do an AI. Um, yeah. Or I could force Quentin to improv because you gave him a free out last time with your AI. It's up to uh, you guys. I can no, I AI. mean the AI sounds pretty. The AI sounds pretty good right now. I don't want to. I don't want to improvise. That. Okay, just know, Quentin. The more we build up the AI, the more the, the harder your improv has to go when it comes yeah. back to you. <laughs> no. Okay, Jack. Jack, take it away. Okay. AI prompt number two. The AI said. And that's what was rap. the prompt again? Hold on. Um, I think the prompt for this one was write a funny outro for a Batman podcast. Okay. Cool. The last one was just write an outro. <laughs> so hopefully this one's <laughs> funny. The AI said, and that's a wrap on this week's episode of the Batman Review Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our in-depth analysis of the Dark Knight's latest adventure. And we'll see you next time for more Bat Talk. Did you say Bat Cock? <laughs> that talk talk. (laughs) talk. Uh, I wanted to say like 
like a heartfelt thank you to the audience, but I might have to just end this on Quentin no, saying, did you let's say Batgirl? Give your heartfelt thank you, Will. Um, well, just a- everyone who's listening, just thank you so much. Be you on YouTube or Spotify or any of the other places we are. Those are the main two that I know about. Um, but just like, we did ten of these, and it's a lot of fun. And the fact that people actually listen to this, God, who are you? Um, but thank you so much. You guys are amazing. Um, should I shill? We've never shilled before. Shill? I don't know okay. what to do. I mean, do you have anything to shill? No, well, kinda. No, I was just gonna be like, like, share, comment, subscribe. Yeah, I um, want to see some. What is com- Spotify? I would, I, w- I, I would greatly appreciate some comments. I do want to hear what anyone yeah. thinks, and I just want to say that I've had a blast, and I am very thankful to everyone as well. Aw, Quentin, say cock yeah, again so I can end it on Quentin. something funny. Give, me, give your thanks, Quentin. Um, so I'd like to thank my mother and my father for this award, best podcast of all time. Uh, I'd like to thank hey, my we friends get Jack that. and Will and the yeah, audience. Um, what? I, I didn't mean, being, get that. Being the figurehead of this massive that. ship, um, I mean, it takes a lot of work. And uh, I want to thank my two lower uh, peons here for being a part of this with me. Uh, and if you'll say it with me, uh, three, two... One bat cock. <laughs>